Welcome to wilsonlyling.com. Today's podcast would be on intercession. We run a series of podcasts emphasizing on leadership, intercession, and the prophetic. And so today I will be sharing on intercessor and the power of forgiveness. You know, previously, we broached on the topic of breaking personal strongholds. And today we want to look at the power of forgiveness as we grow in prayer. Those of us who seek to grow in intercession, we need to have a clean heart before the Lord. That's where we must seek to forgive people who may have hurt us or offended us because we need to experience even God's forgiveness for our own sin. 1 John 1 verse 9, it says, If we confess our sin, He is faithful and just and will forgive us for our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Isn't that great? That God Himself is merciful and He is here for us. Now, what is it about the power of forgiveness? You see, as intercessors, we are not exempted from hurt or offense. The love of Christ is the only way to set free from those who have deeply wounded us. The love of Christ towards us is a prime demonstration of the power of God's forgiveness. You know, there is perhaps no greater gift that we can offer God than a heart that knows the power of God's forgiveness and that decision to set others free because of what Jesus has done for us. Forgiveness shows that the love, the grace, and the mercy of Jesus are operating in our lives. God himself gives strength to forgive. We who have received that freedom of forgiveness from the Lord has, have the power to set one another free through Christ. So how do we extend and receive forgiveness from the Lord? Firstly, recognize sin as what it is. Call sin as God calls it. You know, be specific and be thorough about sin. Remember that forgiveness is not an excuse and uh, to approve inappropriate behavior, to rationalize sin, um, and so forth. Be honest with ourselves and recognize our emotional response. That's why the Bible says in Psalm 139, verses 23 to 24, it says, Search me, O God, know my heart, test me, and know my anxious thoughts. See if there's any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Let's ask God, Lord, search our hearts. Secondly, how do we extend forgiveness? Share with God honestly and let Him be the one to heal us. Let God know what know what happened to you and how you feel. And ask God, Lord, teach me how to look at the situation from your perspective. Spend time with the Lord. Let Him be the one to restore us where sin comes in to destroy peace or joy. You know, forgiveness releases God's divine healing power. In Psalm 30 verse 2 says, O Lord, my God, I called you for help and you healed me. The third thing about extending forgiveness and receiving forgiveness, set the offender free. Understanding that this is a process in God. 
you know, declare forgiveness where we say, I forgive, name the individual or group for what was the offense. The hurt can come back at different times, but we must choose to forgive again as God's word says. It doesn't mean that we automatically forget the offense, but we acknowledge it before God and choose to obey what God's word says. Ephesians 4.32 says, Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving one another just as Christ forgave us. The fourth thing is release the offender to God. You know, repent of our desire to punish or take revenge when we are hurt, when we've been offended. Let God deal with the offense. You know, leave it in his hands. Let him be the vindicator. Romans 12 verse 19 says, Do not take revenge, my friends, but leave room for God's wrath. For it is written, it is mine to avenge, I will repay, says the Lord. So let's leave it to the Lord. And fifthly, bless the offender. Apply God's forgiveness. Trust and reconcile when possible, but realize that forgiveness does not always mean we have to relate closely with the person in the future. In some ways, it may not be possible, but that's where we choose to trust in God's protection and justice. Romans 12 verse 14, bless those who persecute you, bless and do not curse. I remember that time, it was my first job. And uh, there I was um, trying to uh, do this work. I remember so well that at that time, this particular supervisor of mine, I did not know why she said some not very nice things uh, about me to another boss. And I was called up for the situation. When, and being a, a young graduate, you are working away and, and I was working very fast and yet very well. But uh, unfortunately, my immediate boss uh, took a dislike to that because I was too efficient. At the end of it, there were a lot of things said and I felt really hurt by what was said because it was virtually uh, uh, lies. Um, but I decided I would entrust that to the Lord and truly the Lord vindicated me. I choose to forgive my immediate boss uh, because that's in God's word. And I remember at the end of my uh, work there, I actually went to her and thanked her for teaching me and, and so forth. And uh, you know, it was so surprising when she said to me, you know, that time when I said something not, uh, nasty about you, I said, yes, that hurt. Then she said, I'm sorry, I was jealous of you. And I said to her, you know, I've forgiven you. And as far as I'm concerned, you know, we are friends, you know, and, you know, God teaches me to forgive. And that really touched her heart to be shown kindness um, in such a situation. So let's learn to be forgiving, especially of those of us who are wanting to grow in prayer ministry and intercession. Forgiveness is crucial because Jesus himself showed us what it means to forgive. Now, let's go to the choice of to forgive. Forgiving those who have hurt us is a personal choice, friends. But sometimes the hardest choice is to forgive ourselves or to accept God's forgiveness over us when we may have mucked up somewhere in our lives. Unforgiveness keeps us from God and it hinders our prayer life. That's why we need to learn to live in God's forgiveness and this is one extremely important key for us to grow in our journey of prayer and intercession. You know, let's look at the life example of Joseph. 
In Genesis 45, 5 and 7, it says, Now do not be distressed. This is Joseph speaking to his brothers. Do not be angry with yourselves for selling me here, because it was to save lives that God sent me ahead of you. But God sent me ahead of you to preserve for you a remnant on earth and to save your lives by a great deliverance. Look at the kind of heart that Joseph had. Such a heart that sought to forgive his brothers who literally hurt him, uh, who literally brought a lot of trouble on him, who literally like tear him from his uh, beloved parents, beloved family. But here he was willing to forgive. And in Genesis 50 verse 20, Joseph uh, recorded in the word of God, it says, You intended to harm me, but God intended it for good to accomplish what is now being done, the saving of many lives. So then don't be afraid. I will provide for you and your children. And he reassured them and spoke kindly to them. You know, you think about it. Joseph went through many years abandoned, is like abandoned by his own siblings. Um, and then he was sold off to slavery. Then he was, you know, uh, it's like being away from family uh, in the growing up years. And uh, then he got into trouble with uh, a very good employer because the employer's wife, Potiphar's wife, uh, uh, lied about the situation. And then he got thrown into the prison and all sorts of things happened to him. But here he is claiming again, you know, that God was there for him, that God has good intentions for him. That can only come from a heart that has forgiven others. And that's why it's important for us to have that kind of attitude, especially when we're going to press into prayer. You know, one of the you know, grace gifts of God is the power of forgiveness that he gives to us. Now, what could hinder us from choosing to forgive? You know, firstly, that lack of understanding of God's judgment and righteousness, where we choose to take matter into our own hands, uh, but instead God is encouraging us from his word, trust him to be the judge. And instead of us coming in between us and the Lord and the situation there. Another thing that could hinder us is pride in our lives. We want to be right. We want to win. And really, at the end of the day, that does not glorify God. God looks for those who are humble at heart. Another possibility is an unwillingness to face the pain of the offense. You look at the life of Jesus, Isaiah 53 verse 5. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him. And by his wounds, we are healed. Jesus faced everything for the sake of love and mercy toward humanity. He took everything upon his shoulders. He was the one who paid the price for our sins. That's why God reminds us again, we need to learn to face the pain with God's help. Another thing is bitterness in our hearts. We may hold revenge and we want to punish people. That comes from that place where we turn to our carnal being. But that's where God, when we are walking in Christ, we are a new being. We have a new life. Let's walk God's way rather than allow that, that spirit of revenge and wanting to punish others be in our hearts. 
Another thing that could hinder us from forgiving is not regarding sin seriously enough. You see, we cannot rationalize or try to explain away a sinful response on our part. You know, when we have sinned against God or we marked up, let's be honest. Come before God in humility. Ask Him to forgive us and ask the Lord to touch our lives to restore us once again that we may walk in all that He has in store. You see, our Father God seeks to develop in us that character, that heart of mercy and forgiveness. Sometimes we go through difficult situations but as we rely on His grace, His grace itself enables us to respond in a Christ-like manner that would give Him honour. So seeking forgiveness from God and others is the way to walk in wholeness, in Christ and in freedom. And that's what each and every one of us, I believe, want to walk more and more in the Lord. You see, we need to ask the Lord, God, Show me those secret places in our hearts where we may be holding resentment against someone. You see, life in all, there are different things that come up. And that's why we need to each day, like in Psalm 139, search me, O God, and know my heart. See if anything that is not right, show it to me, O Lord. Ask the Lord to show it to us, just like what David prayed. We need to be aware of how much we need to also forgive ourselves when we have marked up. Let not shame come in to hinder us in all that God has in store. Some practical steps that can take us uh, towards forgiveness, okay, when we have sinned or when we have marked up. And this is important because we would make mistakes. We sometimes mark up. We sometimes sin and that's why we need to come in that attitude of repentance each day so that we may walk closely with the Lord. Firstly, it is to accept full responsibility where we have sinned. Let's not blame the shift you know, to somebody else or take our part, own our part. Another thing is be aware of self-pity or pride in our lives. Pride thinks that there is no need to forgive when that's wrong. And self-pity things that others don't deserve forgiveness or the poor me, the victim. But let's not be that way. God has called us to be his children. And as his children, let's exemplify that grace of forgiveness, especially when we are growing in intercession. Admit we are wrong. You know, it takes humility. But remember, Jesus showed us the path. You know, all the different Bible characters, no matter how godly they are, they mugged up here and there. And yet, when they came to that place of repentance, God restores them. The same to happen to us. Ask for forgiveness where we may have gone wrong, where we may have hurt someone, uh, you know, unintentionally or intentionally, or where we may have rationalized it away. Let's come before God and do it right before Him. Seek reconciliation where it is possible because that is God's heart. He always seeks to reconcile us to others, us to himself. You know, if we want to grow in intercession, we need to walk in holiness and purity. Learning to repent quickly with a whole heart of humility and sincerity, you know, that is one of the key things for a successful prayer life. 
I once heard that you could tell how mature a Christian was by the distance of time it took between sinning and asking God for forgiveness. Rather than hiding it, rather than putting it under some kind of, you know, carpet and, and all sorts of things, as they say, sweeping it under the carpet, let's come before God in sincerity, in godly sorrow, turn to the Lord, you know, and seek His forgiveness. Walking in daily holiness and confession of all known sin should be part of our daily spiritual habits. And this is one of the greatest weapons in intercession. You see, the enemy seeks to come and times, time and time again to push us down and to you know, put shame on us, especially when we have marked up somewhere. And he would try to remind us day in, day out. Isn't he called the accuser of the brethren? And that's what he would do. He would try to accuse us to say that you have marked up here and, and you have tried to cover it up. You did, you know, how, why would God still want to love you? And this is where, you know, to cut off the, 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 the hand of the enemy from encroaching into our lives and, and instead uh, not wanting there to be a stronghold, you know, like a, in our lives or a foothold in our lives. That's where we need to come and exercise that lifestyle of repentance before God and choosing to come before God, seek His forgiveness, let the blood of Jesus wash us clean again, and, and there the righteousness of Christ covers over us again. Friends, I want to encourage you, as you desire to grow in the area of intercession, let us uh, exemplify the power of forgiveness for our own lives, when we have marked up, when we have made mistakes, and also to forgive others who may have offended us or who may have hurt us uh, and, and all these sort of things, rather than keeping it in our hearts and, and let there be like a, a thing that holds us back from the very blessings of God, from, from the very things that God has in store. So that is so important, friends. There is power in forgiveness because really at the end of the day, it really tells us that this is God's way of working in our lives. The grace of God demonstrated as we live out forgiveness as He has shown us. So I pray for each one of you in your own walk with God, that each day we would come and seek the Lord, that we would say, God, search my heart, Lord. See if there's anything at all that is not pleasing before you, show it to us so that we would not rationalize it away. We would not try to sweep it under the carpet, but we would come before the Lord and seek His forgiveness and be restored once again. So friends, may you continue to champion on in prayer and intercession and be one that exemplifies, that lives out that you know, forgiveness, that lifestyle of forgiveness towards others and also over yourselves as the Lord has forgiven us. The Lord bless you. Amen. We trust you've been blessed by the word today. Do visit www.wilsonlyling.com for more messages and teachings. For the latest news and updates, follow Facebook and Instagram, wilson.lyling.